Well, hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 386 and it is Friday. And I just wanted to talk to you about the importance of uh, looking after your inner health and doing some checks from time to time to make sure that you uh, know exactly what's going on uh, with your body and how it's functioning. So what I'm, I, if you've been following uh, my podcast and you've listened to every single one up to, up to now, then you will have heard this message before. But because I just went through the process this week, I wanted to talk about it uh, with you here now. Now, I encourage every single one of my clients, no matter what age they are, to have at least an annual checkup, like a full physical uh, plus um, inner blood work and so forth, so that you can really assess, how can I say, like a, a passport of your health, a passport of your blood and what's going on with your inner workings, so that the younger you are that you do this, I wish I did it when I was in my 20s, so that you can just monitor over time uh, what's going on, um, which is why it's good to find a good doctor and uh, so they'll always have your records because, um, look, I, I used to uh, live in Bendigo and then, uh, you know, I lived in various places around, um, around uh, Melbourne uh, and you change doctors. So the, the records still exist, but I don't know if you know whether those medical practices exist and I can't remember all the ones that I used to, to go to, but I wasn't in the habit of also having the, um, the annual blood test. So um, what I do now is a number of years ago, I said to my doctor, look, I, I want to have these annual, annual checks, uh, like a full physical. So for me, what that involves is uh, blood pressure. So I can do that myself because I do it for clients, so I can test myself whenever I like. To. So, but just for you, uh, so you know. So it's a blood pressure test. Um, often they'll look at your eyes, ears, and, and that kind of stuff. Um, for my eyes, I go to an optometrist. I do that at least annually, but sometimes it's twice a year um, to go and keep a, a, a look at my uh, eye condition because I have uh, this condition called keratoconus and it deteriorates all the time and I have to keep updating my contact lenses, etc. Uh, so um, it's good to see where that is at. Um, uh, ears and stuff to see if there's anything going going on. Uh, I have skin checks as well. So I'm fortunate that again, my good doctor, he's also a surgeon. He's got the right equipment and everything so he can go over you with the, the right uh, devices to um, have a look at all the different spots. I've got quite a lot of spots on my body. I've had a number cut off before. And so he does that for me. And then with the blood tests, um, it's making sure that you have everything tested. So you've got your normal ones. Um, I can't remember all of them, but uh, you know they'll check your, your vitamin levels like vitamin D, vitamin B, and uh, that kind of stuff. They will uh, do your blood sugars, they do liver counts, uh, protein checks, I think a kidney function test. Because I'm 50 now, they uh, like to do the prostate uh, check, which um, you know, they do a blood test to, to see what the PSA levels are. And uh, what else? Cholesterol? Did I say cholesterol? They do that as well. And, but the thing is, you need to ask for it. Um, so I had a good relationship with my doctor. He used to be a client. And um, he's got a good understanding of how I value my health. So we test absolutely everything. 
And uh, that means you've got to take a few vials of blood out of you. But um, anyway, testing them, testing all the key things. And uh, so I got the results of those back yesterday. So I had the blood tests on Monday and uh, my skin check and uh, getting the results of the blood test was yesterday. And it, it may strike you as no surprise that, um, yeah, I was in perfect health and um, everything came back clear. So what does that do? I mean, it just gives you peace of mind. But uh, you know, what, I, what I find with my clients is that where they where health problems start to show up in clients is around, I'm going to say, uh, 30 to 40 plus years after they start, uh, you know, something is, starts in their body. So, uh, you know, I've used the example of, in the past, of things like cigarettes, asbestos, etc. It tends to take around 30 years or um, somewhere between 30 to 45 plus years for it to show up in some format in your body in a negative way. Uh, so what ha- happens, so even if you start abusing your body uh, when you're younger, it's not going to show up probably until you're over 60. Um, and this is where I start to see it show up in people. Once they get uh, into their 60s, over 60s, then some of these more serious health issues can show up. And I'm sure that you would know of like a grandparent or, um, you know, grandparents, uncles, aunties, whatever, that are, have been in that age range and the number of pills that they've been taking. I mean, I remember all of my grandparents taking lots of pills when I was a kid. And, you know, some are for blood pressure, some are for, um, you know, blood thinning, some are for pain. Uh, I don't know what the other ones were for. Uh, but you just know that there's lots of different things. Uh, because that's just the way of it, isn't it? It seems that people get older, they see their doctor, the doctor prescribes a pill for something, hoping to fix one thing. That creates another one. So you need to take this one to circumvent that. Like I think about my dad, he was taking, oh, I think about four or five pills a day uh, up until you know, the last week of his, his death, all designed to do one thing, counteract something else. And no one wants to live like that. It's not a good way to live. So the point is that these things don't show up in your body until much, much later. And then you find, surprisingly, that, you know, people seem to want to live their whole life till they retire. So that when they retire, they can do whatever it is that they like. I'm here to tell you that I've got a whole bunch of clients that are retired or at that retirement age that spend so much of their time each week going to appointments with doctors, specialists, etc., cetera, uh, because of the position that their health or their partner's health is in. It's very common. And if you, if you think that that is unusual, well, just think about it. A lot of these conditions that people suffer from involve the specialists that are in the city. Now, if they're living out here, then there's a lot of travel into these specialists. And if you've ever had to see a specialist before yourself, you know that uh, you go to the specialist and you don't just walk in the door and go straight into the specialist. There's normally a wait period of some time for like a 10-minute appointment. 
and then you've got to uh, you probably go to the chemist or something then drive all the way back home and you can find that half a day can disappear just by virtue of going to that appointment and uh, I've got some clients that they would spend uh, you know maybe sometimes have two maybe three appointments a week because of the different treatments that they're having whether it's uh, a rehab person um, you know, I've got a client at the moment her partner um, she's constantly driving him around to different appointments. I think he has three different appointments a week to help with his condition. And she comes to me so that she can have some time out and look after her body. And, um, you know, she's doing the right thing for herself. Uh, so my, po- my point here is that the physical tests that you have on your, your body um, regularly will help uh, each year so that the the worst thing that can happen to me in 12 months is is to say that okay well there's an anomaly here so something has happened over the last maximum 12 months uh, so that we can act on it uh, pretty quickly and i am going to the doctor if there is something that's more serious anyway but uh, it's like my shoulder for instance um, I don't go to the doctor for that because I know that the doctor, all the doctor is going to do is refer me to someone else. And now what uh, I, I have managed to find the, the specialist myself through the physio to the sports doctor, sports doctor to the right surgeon. And uh, otherwise, I mean, I can't just ring up the surgeon and say, bang, this is where I'd like to go. Uh, so uh, I have, um, I found my own a way to, to be able to do that. Otherwise you go through your GP and, and go down that, um, that path. So um, yeah, so that's, that's what I do. Super important to make sure that you do it. I've got a clean bill of health, which is exciting. And let's just talk about that a little bit more now. So that gives me the result of what my hard work has done. So my uh, my genetics are not strong in my family tree. The, uh, I've said this before, but uh, just to refresh, um, I have a grandpa, or my dad died of Alzheimer's disease. My grandfather on mum's side died of Alzheimer's uh, disease. Um, dad passed away from a stroke in the end. Um, his mum uh, passed away from a stroke. My, uh, both sides of the family have cancer. Uh, there, uh, you know, there's um, hypertension issues, there's uh, all kinds of different issues that have uh, gone on in my family that put me in a high risk of potentially having some issues myself. My mum passed away at age 66, dad passed away at 77, and my grandparents have um, passed away somewhere between 82, I think, to 91, something like that. Uh, but the closer the generations are getting to me, they're dying sooner. So, uh, yeah, mum, 66, very young, of cancer. Dad, 77. So, um, yeah, what do I do? I look to optimise my health every single day always looking for ways to get an edge, the performance edge. So, you know, like the Isogenics products, 
Uh, what I'm using now to give me an even um, more of a 1% edge, if you like, over what I've been doing before, adding into my uh, routine. And um, I think the, the key for me is just that I, I'm so focused on what it is that I'm doing uh, with my health because I don't want to have the outcomes that my, the rest of my family has had. Now, I can tell you that I am the most focused person in my family tree on their health and fitness. Um, so I've got a brother, an older brother. He, he doesn't share the same passion that I do. And I worry about him uh, because he is overweight and he has hypertension. He's on medication for that. He's a couple of years older than me. And he, you know, he, he should be looking after himself better uh, than he does. But you know, people make their own own choices. I am looking to find the fountain of youth for me through my training and so forth, and I've been doing it for so long that it shows up in these blood results. Okay, like I, got, I have a strong mindset. I, I'm driven towards making myself better and stronger each day, and it works. And you could say, well, it works. You could tell that it works from looking at me and say, well. Gee, I wish I looked like you. You look so healthy and energized, and you you don't look fifty. You only look like you're forty nine. And uh, I, th- so looking at somebody is one thing, but then it's when you look inside and you can say, actually, yeah, look how healthy you are. Look how strong your blood is. How um, you know that's why you're you're vibrant and energized. It's showing up throughout your body, and uh, that's why I keep having the test to make sure, okay, uh, I know logic says to me everything that I'm doing is optimizing my health, but it's a way of also keeping myself accountable to know that, well, you can talk yourself in and say, oh, yeah, look, I'm having have junk food you know, like once a week or something but, or twice a week and then maybe it's three times a week, but I still look and feel good as you justify it to yourself. But then maybe something shows up and, oh, your cholesterol's gone up by two points this year. What's going on there? It's like, oh, well, gee, maybe that's all the junk food that's, that's coming in. Uh, so, yeah. And I mean, I eat an enormous amount of plant-based food as well. So that uh, it just helps keep me healthy. So my message here to you today is for you to start doing this if you don't already do it. Okay, now, what's an easy way to remember this? Use your birthday as the reminder to book in for your annual physical and blood tests. Now, don't go and do it on your birthday and have a needle stuck in your arm on the the day of your birthday, but use it as the reminder to say, okay, I've got a birthday coming up, I've got to do it. Now, my birthday's coming up in, uh, what's the day? I don't know what the date is today, but it's just over, it's um, about five weeks away. Um, so I always use this time of the year to, to do it, to make sure that I get it done. Now, what's great, again, with the doctor that I have, they send out a reminder. I've asked them to send me a reminder. They send me a reminder uh, to get it done. And they send me a separate reminder for my skin check. So I get it, tend to get it done at the same time. And then it, I just take care of it. I just go and do it. Yes, it requires some fasting. If you want a tip there, I normally do it on a Monday. Uh, so I'll fast overnight. You so say you fast generally from midnight. Um, this is something I learned this time. They don't generally like it if you fast for longer than 12 hours. 
because then, I don't know, it must have an influence. So um, I was cutting it fine, this last one I went in for. Uh, so I generally do it on a Monday, go to the blood place and uh, get it over and done with and then have some food. Uh, so that's what I do. Really, really important. Don't just be guided by how you feel. Don't be scared of having the test. And I'll give you another reason why. Because you don't know what you don't know. And sometimes these things can only show up in your body in terms of sending you a signal to how you feel is when it's progressed. So like uh, mum's cancer, for instance, it only showed up for her when the pain got really, really bad for her. And then it was, it was just too far gone. Uh, it, was, it was a really aggressive uh, cancer that she had. Uh, you want to make sure that you're uh, you know, doing these things regularly so that uh, you, you, you pick it up even though it's there but it hasn't shown up as a pain just yet. And I know of a couple of examples and unfortunately one is uh, my ex-wife's uh, mum never liked going to the doctor and having uh, tests, especially blood tests, uh, colonoscopies, all those sorts of stuff. She wouldn't go because... Uh, she thought if she didn't go, she'd be okay. Now, obviously, that's a stupid thing. No disrespect, but that's stupid because the problem still exists. It's just that someone's not telling you that the problem is there. So it's living with your head in the sand um, and pretending that something doesn't exist if someone doesn't tell you that it exists. So, uh, you know, she's had um, many people, um, siblings, uh, parents and everything die of uh, cancer and that would say she so she did go and have I think a colonoscopy um, uh, once one of them passed away I think and she does that every few years uh, but she wouldn't go and have the blood test now um, things were getting worse for her and and she still wouldn't go uh, to the doctor Anyway, she's just recently been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, and I think she's now, uh, I just think Angela might have said in the last week that, that maybe there's something else that's going on there as well. Uh, so she, she is somebody that's never looked after her health. She's never been focused on um, you know, exercise or food, Italian background, so a lot of fried food, a lot of... Um, you know, unnecessary oil, um, a lot of heavy pasts and stuff. She's overweight. She's not dramatically obese, but she's overweight and uh, just constantly been living a lifestyle. I think she's about my mum's age when she passed away. So I think she's in her mid-60s and hasn't, you know, always fought against going to the doctor. And um, now, unfortunately, this shows up like this. Now, would it have mattered for Parkinson's disease and so forth? Well, uh, I would say that the earlier you can detect any signs of anything, you've got more chance of doing something about it to uh, you know, keep it away longer, stop it, whatever. Uh, so uh, don't, don't restrict or you know, fight against these things. Um, the other one that I just mentioned there, like the colonoscopy, I know that the whole concept of having a colonoscopy, now for those of you that don't know what it is, I mean, 
you can um, look it up and see what it is. But basically, uh, they stick a camera up your butt to, um, to go through uh, your, um, you know, your digestive tract to see uh, are there any you know, polyps or cancers or anything, lesions, anything unusual that's sitting in there. Now, the worst part about the colonoscopy is just the preparation, which is you need to, you know, you hear some horror stories of how much you need to drink and stuff. It's pretty easy these days. I, I took, um, I had mine last year and it's, it was called Picolax and you have to take three sachets of it in 250 mils of water and uh, you have them about two hours apart. You start at like, I'm going to say lunchtime, you go like two, two o'clock, I'll say four o'clock, six o'clock, something like that. And uh, it basically just flushes everything out of you. Uh, and you're, not allowed, you're effectively fasting, which you can only have clear things, um, clear, but you know, whether it's water or a clear broth or something like that, no coloured stuff, because that can uh, distort it because it, it comes out coloured. So it looks like, um, you know, they just need basically the pipes to be clean. And uh, I actually found the process really... Um, are really quite okay um, and uh, you're asleep for it so you don't you don't feel it and there's no real after effects from it either so you're okay um, so important to make sure you do those things and don't be put off by it now ladies out there I know that some I know of some females that will not have their pap smears because they don't want to you know, go through that uncomfortable feeling as they, you know, do the scrape and all that kind of stuff. And um, I can only go from what my other clients tell me and that uh, that is that it's, um, it's uncomfortable, but it's, it's, uh, it's a necessary thing to do. It's, uh, it's really necessary. So don't, uh, you know, don't skip on those things. Once you're uh, over, I think it's 40 plus and you're a female, then you want to be having your mammograms as well. Again, not necessarily comfortable where they, you know, the plates or whatever are squeezing your boobs and stuff. But again, really necessary because, uh, you know, whatever it is that is in our food or we're breathing in, in terms of metals through the air and stuff, who knows how these things are trapped in our body and can form cancers and so forth. So we just want to make sure that uh, we're doing the regular tests that we have at the moment available to us to see what is our health like? So we've got these tools available to us. We need to use them. We need to make sure that we're exercising, we're doing our strength training, we're doing our cardiovascular training, we're eating clean, healthy, nutritious food. We're making sure that we're vitalizing and revitalizing our body. We're cleansing uh, when necessary to get rid of all the toxins and we're, we're living a vibrant, healthy, happy life. And then regularly testing to make sure that, okay, do we need to change some things? What is showing up in your body? Because like me, I've got poor genetics, but I'm doing everything that I have available to me to optimize my health. It may just be that one day my genetics are going to say, well, you're going to get Alzheimer's or you're going to get this. And it's just a matter of time before something comes into my body. Uh, then I'm still going to be putting myself in a better position uh, than if I uh, you know, just said, oh, well, I'm not even going to bother trying because this is going to be my fate anyway. We're never going to know that. Uh, I'm just going to do the best that I can for my body and uh, maximise my life while I'm here. So you've got that opportunity too. So let's start it by saying, okay, let's book in for the annual physical. 
have your blood pressure done, have your bloods done if you're a lady and you haven't had uh, you know, your other tests done too, like your pap smears, mammograms, um, all that kind of stuff. Have the discussions with your doctors. Uh, make sure that you've got a good trusted doctor. Um, if you need to have a, if you're over 50, then you should be having a colonoscopy. If you've never had one, I recommend you go and have one. And uh, just make sure that everything's good. So that's my health tip for today. Stay healthy, stay strong. Have a great day.